Welcome to this year's thriving moment. Brought to you by the Sovereign Light Radio Broadcast Anchor FM. And they also available on six other different platform distributions. Live um, from North York, Ontario, Canada. I'm good. How are you? Oh, just great. So excited to introduce you here today. Folks, Leanne Alexis uh, is here with us today on intuitive Christian healing and wisdom coaching. Uh, Christian wellness educator, uh, coach, Leanne Alexis was born October 18, 1971 in Scarborough. Five years later, her brother had arrived, but sadly passed away when he was nine. Leanne's mother and father originated from Barbados, where they both did meet and fell in love there prior to their Canadian immigration. With her father, a machinist and mother who worked in education, they taught Leanne the meaning of good work ethics. And then Leanne became impressed by prayer and her parents' faith in Christ through Baptist teachings and heart-based guidance from God. Every move and every decision that Leanne does follow through on is done through prayer. Although her personal relationship with Jesus Christ has not changed, the Church of Worship has become evangelical for over uh, 30 years and her mother too after her father's passing 20 years ago have both been following the evangelical scriptures path with Jesus Christ together throughout the many years Leanne has learned to speak French Spanish Chinese and even American sign language Leanne studied psychology and IT and dabbled in the cake and pastry making business, but what had started out as an outlet at the time, it became a change of heart for her to helping others on their path to wellness, to nutritional health and wellness of body, mind and spirit. On October 2017, Leanne had taken her love and placed it elsewhere and by transforming her outlook into what we have come to recognize presently as faith-based life transformational coaching her favorite quotes we look forward to the time when the power of love will replace the love of power then will our world know the blessings of peace experience is not what happens to man it is what a man does with what happens to him. Never stop smiling because you don't know who is falling in love with your smile. Truth and time go hand in hand. The truth of your heart and character will be revealed in just enough time. So are you ready? Are you ready to pour from your depth of your full cup? 
for a soulful interaction to engage our spirit, to bring about restored vitality, serenity, and confidence. So what? So that we are able to dig deeper and let go into the healing journey with Leanne, Alexis. Leanne, Alexis, how are you? I'm excellent. Um, I am so grateful and, and blessed by what you just shared about me um, and about my family and how, you know, we don't just plop down and, and become who we are, right? Um, there's always something that teaches us and something that we ingrain and tie to. And for me, it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's a walk that goes right through the Bible. And that's how I live my life, as you shared. It's prayer and conversation with Christ and always walking through his word. And that's how, if your mind is on point, then your spirit will be on point and your body will be on point. You can take all of these because if one thing goes out of whack, then everything will start to follow in its cycle. And, and we, we all know, I mean, one of the things that people hear about me is I love a movie and I love, I love my Disney movies and I love the Lion King. And when I heard the song, the circle of life, I was like, Oh, I'm there. I'm there. Cause it's true. It is the circle of life. And for me, I tie it into what the, what the word says, just like in the Bible, in, in Ecclesiastics, Ecclesiastes, there's a time for every season. Right. And I know the birds made this a favorite song that to every season, there's a turn, turn, turn. That's exactly it. So let's chat. I love the fact that I get to engage with different people and different walks of life and, and people with their different beliefs and not judge, which is, I think, something that the turning of age has to come. A lot of people in whatever their beliefs are find that, okay, well, if you're over here in this belief, then I cannot interact with you. I must judge you. That's not how we're called to be. We're called to interact and we're called to community and we're called to, to relationship with other people. So it doesn't matter what our beliefs are. We can still interact with one another, learn from each other, grow, and still walk in our own beliefs without compromising what we believe. Oh, I feel a second episode uh, next season coming on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you have um, you have a web website here, Leanne Al Alexis. Oh, uh, you know, you have a lot of them, but uh, we'll get to that later. It's just that one excerpt I really liked is is knowing, you know, um, Leanne Alexis speaks with you and tells you the truth. She is speaking to the David in you that can defeat the Goliath that is taunting and attempting to destroy you. Oh, I love that. Can you just kind of, yeah, so that's so deep. So that's that's also, again, like that's biblical. So um, in the Bible, there's a story of David and Goliath. Goliath is a humongous giant. David is a little youngster, like a teenager, <laughs> yes. and he defeats him. So the whole story goes about all of these different warriors were trying to defeat this, this Goliath to save their, um, their community. And none of the warriors could do it. Goliath was humongous. He was just beating everyone down. And the king sent for someone and they, they ended up getting, God had ordained David to do it. David is a youngster, literally a teenager. I believe they say 15. And he took a slingshot and one rock and defeated Goliath by hitting him in the head. 
Imagine if you could take your one rock, one rock in your whole arsenal of life and take one rock and defeat that giant that is beating you down or holding you back. What more could you accomplish? So for me, that's, that's everything that I've ever walked in. When I think about the different things that hold you back and trust me, every day you have one giant or one heavy thing that's going to hold you back. Do you run away or do you sit there and go, I can figure out a way to take my stone, your figurative stone and defeat that, that giant by knocking it in the head and walking past. Now, of course, for me, that's always, there's always a God ordained spirit in that. God has always given me the, the wisdom and the word in his Bible to keep doing that. So there's always some way that he gives you the creativity to move past that. You don't have to sit there in your squalor. I know um, there's always this quote that like a pig loves to sit in its own mess. Well, I don't like to sit in my own mess. I like to go past it and overcome. And I believe that everyone has the ability to overcome and conquer their, their giants, but you have to sit and realize that the reality is, yeah, you have a giant and yeah, you have to find a way to overcome it. Now, are you going to walk the walk to go through it? Or are you going to sit back and, and have a pity party and sit on the pot and have a woe is me moment? I love the analogies. And when I think of uh, David and Goliath, I think of, yes, the all seeing eye and the big giant of, you know, how we're all ruled by that all seeing eye kind of thing. And that it was the chink in the armor. And that's how you were able to, to do this. And yes, you know, you have to look at the bigger picture because if you just focus on that limiting area of that ripple in the vast, vast ocean, you see? <laughs> so yes, absolutely. I love those examples that the, especially the King James version of the Bible, uh, for others, you know, it, you know, it's there are different levels that you might want to leverage where you might be at and to be open to different perspectives of how the Bible shows many multiple perspectives. And that's what I love about the Bible. And, and the thing is, um, the Bible is timeless. It is timeless. You can read the same, and um, I grew up reading the King James Version, so I get you. Okay. I get you girl. And, when, and when you talk to um, the older people, which I call the wisdom walkers, I call them wisdom walkers because they have all that wisdom because they've, they've lived life. We haven't, we have not yet lived life. As you, as you shared, I was born in 1971, so I am 50 at this point in time, but I, I don't feel that I've lived life yet. Right. I love to go back to the wisdom walkers and ask them, what did you do in this scenario? How did you get past this? Like when, when we were growing up, you talk about, you, you hear about how the older people used to sit at the elders and their grandmothers and hear the stories of how to get past these things. I wish I had the opportunity to do that, but my grandparents had passed on before I was, you know, before I came to be. So I, and they also lived in Barbados. I was born in Canada. So getting back and forth, I couldn't just run over like a lot of people can do now, go over to the grandma's house and sit and have that information. But I did have my aunties and, and everything who had all that wisdom, but I love to go back to them and say, okay, this is the drama I'm dealing with. This is what I have to deal with. Like, how does this equate to me moving forward? And of course, they always send me back to the Bible, but they also have their real life perspective. And the Bible itself is timeless. You can go back to the Bible, read the scripture and incorporate it into your life and then continue to walk through it. 
Wow. Uh, so is there really, is there really, I guess it, you know, there's so many variations and versions, but, uh, you know, is there really uh, any difference really that would make such a significant difference in how we look at things? I mean, isn't it the final, isn't it the destination the same where we, through the perspective that they want us to see or uh, the wisdom there. Are we missing something that there has to be so many different versions is what I'm trying to say uh, of the Bible? I think a lot of the versions, some of the time is just for understanding some, some ways for people to understand it. Um, I grew up on the King James version because that was what they knew. Um, I have I have several versions of the Bible in different um, languages and versions here. Um, and it's just a matter of where you're getting your comfort from understanding what you're reading. Some people, when they read the King James Version, all the these and the thous that can be um, almost daunting, just like when people read Shakespeare. A lot I of people, so I love Shakespeare. Listen, when I was going through school, I was the kid that everybody came to when they were reading Shakespeare because I understood it because I was like, oh, this is just like my Bible. The and now and da, 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 right? right? So I understood Shakespeare like there was no problem, but I had all the friends that were like, what the heck is he talking about? I'm like, oh, he's just he's just saying that Romeo and Juliet are in love, but their their love is no good because um, it's their heart, but their family can't get along. And they're like, how do you get that? I'm like, kind of simple but then i realized it's because my bible that i was reading every day was the and thou thou shalt not murder thou shalt instead of when you go to a different version that is in more modern english you shouldn't kill you shouldn't murder you shouldn't so in in um in king james thou shalt not covet right in in new in the newer versions you shouldn't long for or want or or be envious of somebody else's things. That's all it's saying. But sometimes we don't grasp that in the in the yo jamming ways that kids have today, right? So it's just that's pretty much what the different versions are. And there is another version that goes right into depth. Um, but of course, it's a lot of wording and a lot of people's attention spans. As you know, throughout these seasons that we've had to go through with pandemic, our attention span has dwindled. So there's a version called the um, Amplified Version of the Bible. When you read that, it's got more words to it. So it's got more explanation, more in depth. So you're reading it as if somebody is the thesaurus for you. So that's where that's why there's all these different versions. But my advice to anyone who's reading the Bible, read the version that that you can understand so that you can incorporate it into your life. Because if you read something and don't understand it, it's just words. It's really just stuff that's gonna go over your head. Superficial. Exactly. Of. It never becomes real to you and it never becomes something that you can walk in and share with. And as we're living life, everything that we live, we need to share. We're not supposed to keep it hidden. That's why we're going through these experiences. That's why we're going through everything. It's not something that you hide and say, okay, I'm not gonna tell you about how I got through this. No, share it. You don't have to share the, the nitty gritty and in-depth in pieces. But if you overcame something, then there's a reason why you went on that path. There's a reason to share. There's a reason to help somebody else. It's always like pay it forward. Yes, you know, Many people have gone through heartbreak. Many people have gone through deaths. Like, like you said, my father and my brother have passed, 
but there are things that I, I experienced along that plan that I can help someone else who's going through it now. So. Yes. Okay. So I, yeah, I noticed that you have this Alexis Corey's, uh, something that you perhaps named after your brother as well, that you got into cake and pastries for a little while. That was an indulgence. And can you, can you maybe tell us what made you decide to kind of flip into something that is more nutritious and how you came to realize that uh, this is fine and everything, but you know, uh, now you're more mature on a, on a more mature level that you wish to kind of express differently. Sure. Um, so one of the things is I used to work, well, as you, as you also shared, I worked in IT. So I used to work late. And um, when I was growing up, my cousin used to do cakes all the time. And she taught me when I was growing up in high school, um, while all my friends were going off to the cottage and everything, I spent some summers with my cousin at her place, learning how to bake cakes and how to decorate cakes and whatnot. And I thought, well, this is kind of fun. When I get frustrated or angry, like everybody does, I don't care what anyone says. If they say they don't get angry, they don't get frustrated. They're lying so much. But when I get frustrated and angry and I just want to cocoon into myself, I go in the kitchen. And I, I used to bake a whole bunch of cakes. When I was working in IT, I was working overnight. And those guys are on a sugar high. They love sugar fixes. So I started to bake cakes and decorate and bring cupcakes in. And they were like, these are the best. Keep bringing them in. So I said, you know what? This is kind of cool. I'm able to do this. They were like, you need to start a company and, and, and sell these. So I started a company. And I called it. I didn't know what to call it. I didn't want to say Leanne's little pastries, Leanne's, you know. And my mom had always reminded me, well, your brother would have encouraged you to move forward with your dreams. And I said, well, right now, this is my dream to do cake and pastry. So I named it after I, I named it after my middle name and his middle name. So Alexis, mine, Corey, his Alexis Corey's. And I thought this is kind of a neat tribute to the encouragement that he would have given me if he were still alive. So that's how that came along. But then I started to work out <laughs> and started to take care of my body a little bit more because when you work overnights, you start to, your body starts to take a toll. And I said, well, I'm not getting any younger. I need to start taking care of this, this vessel, this one earth, earth suit that I've been given. And I said, okay. So I started to work out and take care of everything, watch what I was eating. And I thought, well, how am I going to sell cake and pastries to people with all that sugar and all that stuff if I'm not putting it into my body? And I'm one that truly believes if it's not good for me, it's not good for you. So I'm not going to put refined sugars and processed stuff into my system. So I had to find ways to make things still taste good because at the time that I was doing this, all of the good, good foods for you tasted like sawdust. And I was not able to do that. I need something that tastes good. I'm, I'm sorry. So if I'm making a pastry, I can do it now so that it's gluten-free or whatnot. And it tastes good. It doesn't taste like sawdust, hey, but right. I just, I just had moved on from doing the, just the pastry thing and gone into more of the wellness and said, you know what, I'm doing more than just 
food. I'm doing the nutrition, nutritional side of things. I want you to know what you're putting into your body. And I want you to know what it's going to do for your body. And at the same time, I'm like, well, while I'm doing that, I'm also personally training you. So you're also coming to work out. So you don't want to go work out that entire vessel, then sit down at McDonald's or any fat, I shouldn't drop names, any fast food place and have all of their stuff that at the time was processed and and not the best for you. I, I, I truly believe in a little bit of indulgence. Don't, don't get me wrong. Cause I, if you put a piece of chocolate in front of me, I'm namming that down. There's no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I love my chocolate, but I also love my dark chocolate, which is also good, good for you. But at the same time, some people want a little something, something. So get it. Just don't eat the whole cake. So at that time I said, okay, let me find ways to help you work toward the best. So if you're working out, you want to reward yourself. And if you're, if for you, if you're a person whose reward is eating, eat something good, but taste good and still is going to work your body in the same path that you're going in. You're going into a healthier path, then eat the healthier food, but make sure it tastes good. So we started with your greatest taboos here. I just, you know, the darkest one temptations that you can possibly find, uh, you know, uh, for you. And you're, I see that you have turned this business around, uh, even though you do it very rarely on occasion, on special occasion. But I just overheard you saying gluten-free and you're turning it around into something really healthy and positive for the rest of the world, the cakes and pastries that are like healthy and nutritious. Uh, what, uh, what other things of gluten-free and what other things can you offer that are, that maybe not free or? Uh, oh, absolutely. Because I, I always, um, I had had customers that were, um, have a, uh, lactose or something they're lactose intolerant or they have uh sugar uh, anaphylactic shock right uh one of my cousin's kids is nut nut allergy so i can't give her anything that has had nuts so i don't when i make her birthday cakes none of it has nut and i make it through a separate thing but again you know that that is not my main focus is the the cake and pastry business anymore i still do it on occasion like you mentioned um and I still have my my regular clients that I still still but it would, service. It would cost way more because it I does. know that now this time of year people like making sweet bread and you know uh, some some people do it's their tradition and Absolutely. a lot of people are diabetic and they like to indulge in these things and how do you make it fruity but how do you yeah how would you use possibly the fruits rather than sugar and and things like that so there are, are very many other alternatives now um there weren't before so <clears throat> now i would in, introduce more of a fruit um a fruit sweetener as opposed to grabbing a lot of people think oh i'm just gonna go get brown sugar no <laughs> i'm not gonna use brown sugar i don't even use agave um and i know that there's been that that wrestle between is agave good or not? Yeah, it's good, but I just don't like it. I will use something that's cleaner for me, um, more like a honey that's coming from the comb. Um, so, agave, sorry, what is agave? Agave? Yeah. Agave is another nectar um, that that you'll find in the health food stores. So that can act as a substitute for sugar. It's a liquid though. Um, I don't necessarily, I just don't like the taste of it the same way. A lot of people are using, um, something called stevia now. Uh, 
Oh yeah. I I don't like stevia because I don't like the the aftertaste. But you can still bake with it. You can still cook with it. It's fine. But for me, I don't like it. But if someone were to ask me, hey, can you use stevia? Yeah, sure, I can. No problem. I just don't like it. But there's so many different um, ways to sweeten things. There's monk fruit sugar. There's xylitol. Uh, there's um, there are so many different options now available. And a lot of the time, I just use the fruit in itself. So a lot of people don't realize <clears throat> bananas are one, a binder. So you can use that in place of your eggs. And you can also use the sweetness of the banana to sweeten your food. And you don't need to drop all of that sugar in. You can use cane sugar. You can use palm sugar. There's so many different alternatives to white processed sugar, which is so very, I don't want to say bad because I don't want everybody to come start messaging me going, how dare you? But, you know, have at it. The thing is, there are so many things that are so much better for you in nature. I like to eat close to the ground, right? Because it's it's a lot cleaner. Although our soil these days does not have the right amount of nutrients. And that is why we, I guess I'm breaking into the, the nutrition side. That is why we have our supplements. But again, know your source. Know where you're getting it from. Because there's everybody's got supplements now. But you need to make sure you're, you're getting supplements that are actually going to put the nutrition nutrient nutrients back into your body, as opposed to I have a supplement and it says this. But meanwhile, if you were to go and do the research in the background, break it down is dust. <laughs> well, <the> Beatles, <laughs> like, this is how it all started for you. And this is why we had to delve deeper into this, uh, your taboo, your dark night of the soul with with uh, this kind of um, desire to eat this kind of food and then realize and go through it. And the process that you went through uh, towards the light that brought you to share with us a better way of looking at sweets and in a nutritious way. And you are now a coach at, you know, because of this experience that you've gone through. And that's wonderful that you can, you can share with us not only this nutritious, uh, nutritional path that you're on, uh, from darkness to light, and that you can uh, help with people who have a sweet tooth, but also uh, with your um, experience and intuition and knowledge and faith in Christ and the path that you're on, this Christian path that you're on, and to help heal others in an energetic way who might feel blocked, who might be rejecting, resisting their own light because of whatever reason, uh, labels, belief systems. And this is what you break through people to kind of bring them to the light. I'd love to hear more about it. Um, well, I guess, I want to make sure that I, I represent effectively because I don't want to mis, misinform anyone. Um, so for me, when you're saying to the light, I guess you're talking about like walking in when, what, like okay. what I'm saying when I, when I walk in my faith, 
right? Is oh, that no, what I'm saying? When I think of light, I think of information. Oh, okay. Tonic light from the sun that brings us information that our soul can reinterpret to others connecting souls. And the light for me is spirit. Every breath we okay. take, we empower with ourselves with this light and we mix it in with our souls to, to enlighten the information that's within us from many lineages from before and uh, in future and what have you that connects us all on a collective level. But the individuation experience that we're having from our own variation of perspectives is our own spiritual sovereignty, our authentic selves, our energetic signatures. But at the same time, we need to kind of look at the bigger picture that spirituality is consciousness. Are you awake or are you asleep? We're still souls, but some of us are not connected to our spirits quite yet. Okay. And how you have combined your experiences from that darkness and have awakened to yourself and to this light of your own empowerment to help others. I see here you're very business savvy, you know, IT, you know, so many things that I'd like to for people to understand that you worked for CIBC for many years. You're very business and spiritual. And uh, your coach, your greatest coach that you've had training from is jesus christ if i can say it and that is how much more powerful can you get than that kind of connection and and then i see how nutrition plays a very important role but then you had to go through the dark side to get to the you see so i want to bring all of this together and and kind of remind people what your studies have been you know uh you, you just it didn't happen overnight that hey i'm this <laughs> you have studied university, you've taken psychology for four years, you studied, uh, what is it, the computers, uh, encryptology, I don't know, but uh, I haven't really, I don't think I have it all written down here, but you know, what, what was it that you took? Uh, you studied, uh, so you worked at CIBC uh, for like five years, your former SR, I don't know what that is, PKI analyst at Bell Canada, that's very communications IT, that you worked for Bell Canada for like, uh, I don't know, so many yeah. years, and then yeah. TELUS, you work for yeah. TELUS, you, you, you know, you have all this business training, and it's not just something that you decided from your opinion to, to, to be overnight, you, you, you've done a lot of a lot of yes please go into this <laughs> <laughs> okay so um okay I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go from from what you were sharing so um for the for the for the consciousness part right <laughs> for me so my yes i run everything through prayer through christ and through the bible and through word so that's that's um, one thing. So I think the difference in, in that is um, I've come into my own, but it's not of my own doing. It's because of because I allow um, my teachings from God and the word and the Bible to guide me. And from that, it has also guided me into the path of the, the steps that, uh, again, in, in the Bible, there's a passage that says that your steps are ordered by God. So it's not not that I have walked along God's path for me all the time. I we're human. I stray all over the place, right? But my faith in Christ has brought me back to 
overcome everything. So yes, I started out in, in um, high school with, you know, you do everything in high school. So you figure out where you want to be and where your niche is and what you want to figure out to do. Whether you want to go to, <laughs> yeah, whether you like, I did, uh, I did health and fitness in, in high school, but I also understood a bit about the computers. And then, you know, I, I am a self-proclaimed nerd girl. I will go and sit back in my, my fun times. And I love to pull apart my computers and figure out different coding. And that's how I ended up working in, um, in IT. But when I went to university, I went to university for psychology and thought, okay, this is cool. But I started it off by going for, um, I actually entered into their computer science program and I said, so this is going to date me, but we already know how old I am. Um, I said, okay, I'm going to use windows 3.1. And I thought, okay, cool. Then they started coming up with these different windows programs and I started using coding. And I thought this computer stuff will never fly. We'll never be using computers. Look at us now. Right. So I left the computer department and, and, um, went into, um, psychology and said, okay, I'll do psychology. This will be good because people are crazy out there and we're going to have to work with them and they're going to have to deal with their minds. So that's what I studied in university. What I took outside of university is I taught myself encryption, cryptography, and all of the stuff that we're now delving into. All of the things that people are, are going to university for, hacking and, um, and the security, I taught myself. And I came out of university with that information just playing around with it. And that's what that PKI stands for, is public key infrastructure. So I was hired at um, the financial institutions for learning how to ethically hack, to think like those hackers and, and help them think along the lines of securing their environments, right? So that's those are the types of teams that I was on. And that's how I ended up staying in IT. No problem. That's fun. That was fun stuff for me. I mean, that's still fun stuff for me. But um, at the same time, the fact that I was also able to keep a lot of things confidential. So that's that's where you go into IT and I, information security. You you keep a lot of information secure, um, and that's that's the part of the business that people are now getting into. All of this, all of the cryptography, the crypto. You hear the Bitcoin, all of that stuff that's happening out there. You know, all of that fun stuff, and people are like, "It's so secret." It is. But there's some parts that are still public. And that's the best part is the public stuff is the stuff that we on the outside get to play with and learn. And then the secret stuff is the stuff that they keep you safe with in the background, which is what we need. You need to keep your information safe and you need to keep everything secure so that you can go ahead and and keep from those little pesky people that are grabbing your information and selling it on the internet and selling it here and selling it there. So that's the one thing. So in taking that, I said, okay, well, I have this information now. And these are skills that you you hone in. Everything you do develops different skills in how you're going to live your life and continue to go down that path. For me, those steps that are ordered by God. So I take those skills and use them toward whatever it is I'm doing. So as a coach, again, people are coming to you with their, they're coming with either their deepest, darkest secrets, or they're coming with, ah, I just need to figure something out regardless, that's your personal business that you are choosing to share with me. When you share it with me, it's in the vault. 
I'm not going to divulge your information. I'm not going to divulge anything that you're going through. That's your story to share. I can only share my story. So whatever I've walked along the path with, I'll share what I need to share. But when it has nothing to do with any of my clients, it has to do with how I've handled certain situations. And I, and my clients, they value that. They value that that confidentiality that I, I have for them because I'm not going to out them. That's not my story to share. It's not my issue to deal with. It's, it's my calling to help them go through that. And as an intuit, intuitive coach, it's stuff that God lays on my heart when I pray with them, when I work with them. And yes, some of the clients I have are not Christian. That's fine. The fact of the matter is you're trusting me to to be there, to be a listener, to be one who pulls things out of you that are already in you that you forgot that you had the strength to use to help you get past. And yeah, I'm going to pray for you unless you tell me unequivocally, don't pray for me, you know, and uh, and unless you tell me, I don't want you to lift me up in prayer, then I'm not going to, but I pray for every person I meet. I pray for every heart that I, that I deal with because at some point you've come to me because your heart is heavy and we need to lighten that so that you can see through the clutter, get through the overwhelm, all the balls you're juggling in the air. We're going to pull them down and put them on a plate so you can figure out where they need to sit on the plate and how you're going to take over this piece of the plate and this piece, the other piece of the plate so that your life is more ordered. So I hope that helps to understand, help you understand where, what I do and what I love to do with people and how I help them move forward and, and how it's come from where I, where my walk is from. My walk is to keep your information confidential because my information is confidential to keep, to keep you, but to give you the reality and the real deal. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. If I think you're walking in mess and you've come to me, I'm going to tell you straight, you're walking in mess and here's where I see it to be. But I'm going to say it to you out of love. And I'm going to also walk with you so that you can figure out how you can walk through this mess and come out on the other side. So if it's a darkness, I'm going to help you find a way to walk through that because I know you can see that tunnel. And through that tunnel, there's always that beacon of light that you can get to. I'm going to help you get there. I'm going to walk with you. I don't believe in just go and, and you'll get there. No. That's not what, a for me and my definition, that's not what a coach does. A coach walks with you. A coach is going to walk with you through the tough times and the good times. I'm not there for just the good times. The good times is the celebration on the other end of the tunnel. And that's what we're there. We're, we're going through together. Okay. <clears throat> this actually, I know that people have a stigma uh, of some sort with age and bringing out whatever their experience, but you know, um, the, the fruit ripens and there's more stories to tell and uh, you know we age gracefully with wisdom and everything but this takes me back to 1988 when I was going through high school computer programming and this was before and then two years later I bought my very own PC computer it was Apple and we all were working with Apple computer um, this was back in Scarborough called ACE2. The school was ACE2. And I was doing computer programming. And I don't know if uh, IT information technology or yours, uh, this uh, crypto has anything to do with uh, behind the scenes, this uh, computer programming. 
but it, it is like RAM, DOS, and all these plugins to, to get to where you need to as a computer programmer. And it was tough. And that's how my first experience with computers. And I thought, oh my God, is this what the computer world is going to be like? To command the computer to do things? So it was very tough, um, you know, through the computer education that I had in an advanced level behind the scenes, working with Apple. And so, uh, you know, I gave it up because I failed and I was very disencouraged. Uh, I had no encouragement by the school or anybody. Instead, I was being discouraged saying you will never pass. And oh, it was terrible. It was, it was traumatic if anything. So I never wanted to go into that field because of it. So I kind of stepped out of it. And so, uh, it, it took me back to that. Now is crypto and whatever you took in, is that what it is? It's computer programming to get to those? Uh... So the computer programming is the foundation. Oh, so, okay. so what you were talking about, I know exactly what you're talking about, the RAM and the DOS and all, that's the foundation of, of how to start, where you start. And then you just kept building on it. But if they're discouraging you at the foundation, I understand completely where you're like, uh, if you're discouraging me at what is the foundation, how am I expected to move forward? I was I traumatic, you know, yes. it was, because yes. it's, their, it's their computers. And then it took it. And then I took it with me, this belief system, whatever it was to reflect to my circumstances in the business world where people would ask me, do you know, uh, you know, computer administrative and all these things. And I would think, not if it means to program right. and, you know, the only way i could do it is by to encourage myself is to actually buy my own computer and at the time in 1990 i spent like over three thousand dollars to buy my very own apple computer and that it didn't communicate with internet back then so but this actually secured me and encouraged me that yes what these people were saying only because they were owners of those computers it had nothing to, to do with now I actually own this and it's encouraging me. It's not doing and, and I realized that if you really want to make it, you have to take ownership. And, and that's the same thing. You know what? That's the same thing of your life, too. If you think about <laughs> it, you have to take ownership for your life, your personality and, and everything that you're doing. Right. Even even with your walk. You have to take ownership of it. That's why I say it's my personal walk with Christ, right? That's that would be like your personal walk into the light, right? And into your 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 faith. That I can't live it for you, and you can't live it for me, right? And it's the same as the computer. You had to get to the point where you bought your own computer and said, "Okay, I own this, and I'm going to figure this out." Oh yeah, it was so much easier. <laughs> and that's exactly it. And that's what happened. So I was. I was on the, the same kind of path as you when with the with the computer, like, okay, DOS, RAM, and it's not my computer, but I'm hellfire going to figure this out. And I did, right? But I, I also failed a couple of those courses, but I said, you know what? This isn't going to, I'm not going to let it be traumatic. It was. Oh <laughs> it was. But I was like, I'm going to hellfire figure this out and I'm going to get keep going. And then going into it, then I started to find I found just this, honestly, like if you were to consider, if you consider this much of the computer stuff, I found this much of it that I liked. And I kept pushing to make this, this much that I liked to become this. Expand it. 
And I pushed and pushed and pushed. And that's why I was able to go into IT in outside of it. Cause I said, you know what? And I did take breaks from it. Don't get me wrong. It was not ever consistent. Like it wasn't a consistent, I'm going to keep at it. I was like, I can't do this. And I just, ah, right. And then, then as you grow and the wisdom starts, you're like, Oh, now I understand how two and two does equal four. Okay. And how did you apply it to CIBC and Bell Canada? Uh, is this like programming you were applying or how? Uh, it was programming and everything. It was everything. Yeah. Oh, so, you were like from the foundation, they wanted you to uh, create a program and you would go into the foundation, like how well, I'm speaking and create. Um, I think, I think we're oversimplifying it a little bit and, <laughs> and I want to be careful with, with okay. um, name dropping of the companies oh, no. as well. Okay. Um, so uh, but going into those, those corporations, they already have, I mean, it wasn't like they were already, they were already built from the ground up. So there oh. were programs that they had in store okay. and it was just a matter of understanding the programming there and then tweaking things or, or finding out ways that there were, there were like faults that could have been exploited from the outside. So you use that and, and find ways to clean it up so that they were more secure. So I see. Yeah. Right. Okay, so now thank you for clarifying that. See, I, you're, I'm learning a lot from this. And the other thing is, is how is it that the evangelical path is more uh, resonance with you? Because when I think of evangelical, I think exactly what you're doing, you're on the right path. And how it is that, uh, you know, it chose you or because I see the evangelical path to be really fascinating how you resonate with that. How is it that it's helping you and how is it that you're using it to help others with? So, um, hmm. evangelical is like a part, I, I think, I think we need to define evangelical because yes. maybe, maybe we don't like have the same, uh, no, we don't understand because I think so. I, I want to understand what do you mean by evangelical? Because for me, evangelical is sort of it's still the faith. So evangelical means to be uh, speaking out the the workings of Christ. Okay, right? messengers, messengers. This is what I'm getting: messengers, angelic angels of God. Okay, this is so how I see it, and I see you as one of the angels. Okay, so I will not. Um, consider myself an angel because angels are still beings that are are from christ right and you're from christ i am but i'm not a i'm not a spiritual being in that sense okay so that i think that's where we have the difference which is cool because i'm getting the i'm understanding the difference okay so but it's cool because i like it because now i understand um the different way that you're seeing evangelical as and the difference that i'm seeing evangelical because evangelical for me is the the proclamation of christ's words in the bible his path his walking his life right where it's not not the angelic or what the angels are actually doing so evangelical is to be born again it it falls within the religious path yeah but you already started out as a born again from the baptist being baptized. yes yes okay. so baptist is like a um baptist is the practice of of the baptist type of religion portion but you can still be evangelical and baptist it's just a matter of how the church is is um set up right so i go to an 
a church that is evangelical that speaks more about the word of Christ and more yes. about his workings, right? Well, you've, you've evolved to the next level. I see it as, and Christ would, would have wanted us to walk beside him, not to walk behind him or like be below him or anything like that. So I believe that you are a, a messenger because you are a coach that Christ is working through you. Christ is definitely working through me, but I'm not above you're, Christ. No, you're not. But you're like one of the sisters of Christ. Yes, yes. So Christ is, um, so when you look in the, the definition of, of how we are sons and daughters of the Most High, we are we are joint heirs with Christ, right? So his his sister, brother, whatnot. Yes. Right. So, but I mm. you know, I believe in mother, father, God. Absolutely. Okay. And you are a child of God. Absolutely. And you walk beside Jesus Christ as your brother. Yes. But at the same time, you are a messenger and you do help with the uh, emotional baggage and traumas to help heal people. And as a healer, you work with the electromagnetic uh, aspects of it, which identify I do with you as angelic. So I don't know how much more obvious that can be. <laughs> You well, I think angelic. I think I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself angelic. I I wouldn't want to define myself in that way. We're not ready but, yet. Well, <laughs> I just I just don't see that as the same thing because angels are completely different from from what I do. Oh and, yeah, but they're on a, an ethereal level, but they work through you. No, angels no? don't work through me. No, no, they don't. No, well, exactly. So you are a messenger of God. I'm a messenger in the sense that, yes, I will speak Christ's word, but yeah. I'm not an angel and I'm not angelic in that. Oh, well, okay. You, mm -hmm. You're not like, you're not physical body having this human experience as consciousness. Yes, you're in this individuated aspect of yourself, but there's many more aspects to you on a multidimensional level, on a timelessness level uh, that you speak of, that's called this uh, state of being in heaven, uh, heaven on earth. But right now we're walking between two worlds. So, uh, Yes, perhaps maybe we're not ready for that level yet. <laughs> well, I think I think we would have to agree to disagree because I don't see it in the same manner. Um, like I don't I don't see that we're I don't see it as walking in two different worlds in between two different worlds. Right. So that's I think that's the difference that we have. Okay. In, so, in my faith and your faith. Okay, because that's what that's what angelic, that's what angels. Okay, so now I understand why you don't identify yourself as an angel, because that's what angels actually do. They, they but this is a topic for another um absolutely. I can't wait. I can't I would, wait. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> and so I would like to know exactly where it is that you're at right now and how you can help others. Okay. So um I, I can help them with their, with coaching them from a biblical perspective or um, from a, a real world perspective, right? So when I say I am a Christian coach or a Christian educator um, in health and wellness, 
it means that I am getting my wisdom from the Bible, from Christianity, from, from there. That doesn't necessarily mean that you must be a Christian to come to me, right? I'm just letting you know that when I go into my time of preparing to work with you, I'm going to be in prayer so that I don't come with anything that is just some random random information that doesn't help you. My, my, my intentions are always to be pure and to be honest. And just like you and I spoke about, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of share what we talked about a little bit before we got online is that you asked me to be upfront with you. And I said, I will always be upfront with you. And you said that if you don't understand something to, to let you know, I I don't understand something to let you know. So that's what we talked about guys before we got online and got, got recording. So I'm going to let you guys know. So we are very real. We are two sisters and very real, real talking here. So, but, um, and that's the same thing when I come to somebody or somebody comes to me for help, I am always going to be real with them. And if I don't understand something, I'm not going to try to play off like I understand something because it doesn't help anybody. I will always tell you, I don't understand, but I need to pray about it. And if, if I need to pray about that, is that going to offend you? If it's going to offend you, then maybe we're not the ones to work together with. And I will definitely find somebody that I can refer you to. But if, if we are the ones to work together, then all the power to you. But just know that when I go for, when I go looking for wisdom, it's always going to start and be and end in prayer and in the word of God. But that doesn't mean I'm going to preach at you because I am not a preacher. <laughs> it just means that when, when I'm looking to help you, it's going to come from my wisdom is going to come from the word of God. And I'm going to be able to share that wisdom in however we can talk together because uh, Maria, you can, always you can attest. I haven't preached at you at any time. Have, have I spoken to you about preaching or anything? I haven't thrown things and said, we must, thou shalt do, 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 do. Oh we no, I love your real level, right? And oh. that's how I talk to everyone real level. But when we talk, I always think about how would I actually approach this for me, right? Not to, not to put you in a box because I don't I don't fully know everything about you but I'm going to get to continue learning about you and learning to share with you and to share and to and to also have you teach me much about you but we talked about this even before we both follow a different path but we still love Christ right oh my gosh you know what I I forgot to mention this from the very beginning. Can you remind me where exactly did we meet again? Uh, I think it was 2019. Um, Yes, we met at a luncheon. Okay. Yes. And, um, and, and uh, from there, we just kind of hit it off. It was so good. Okay, so uh, was it a women's uh, business? It was women's empowerment uh, luncheon for, was the women's, women's boss the boss lunch Jacqueline I think we're Jacqueline boss yeah okay okay yeah yeah and it was the women's um and I got to share a, a share a bit of my story oh I think Swiss Chalet was... or something like that it was yeah yeah we were at Swiss Chalet and uh we got to speak about that and uh that's how we hit it off and that's how we met it was great so you know and and it, here's the here's the path that I want people to realize So when people come to listen to this or see this, I want them to realize this and this truth, you know, you're walking along a, um, you're walking along more of a, what did you, what did you say to me? You were, uh, 
new age, right? The new uh, age. That's for another topic. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm not going to go into deep into I, was, I wanted to change the title, you know, to remember uh, the title actually. Christ did. Uh, you know, is intuitive uh, Christed healing and wisdom coaching uh, from Leanne Alexis. And then you didn't, I, I asked, are you comfortable with that? And you said, well, you're going to have to change it to Christ. And I said, well, the reason I said Christed is because I believe in the, in the second coming. And I believe it's all about us awakening to ourselves and becoming crystalline from carbon-based bodies. And that's where I get the, the thing, uh, Christian and Christianities really came from, but that's a new age thing. So calling it Christed is Christed healing uh, is something that not everybody will understand that we're clearing our energetic body on an emotional level, clearing all the traumas and all the carbon-based realities to become crystalline in the in, Yeah. And then and then that was so when you had mentioned new age, I said I I Beacons went off for me and I said, oh, no, I don't actually follow the new age movement, but that doesn't mean that you and I can't converse. And that doesn't mean that I can't learn more about the new age movement. I don't have to follow the new age movement, but I can learn and I can listen. Remember, we talked about that and that was. Yeah, the foundation is where exactly you're coming from. You're the foundation. And then when you take it to the other levels of the angelic and all these things is the ascension level, the resurrected level within this body uh, as being cleared off from all your emotional traumas and all, all the darkness, night of the soul, what you call is healing. Right. And but the thing is, it's when when I guess we're just looking at terms now. Because I know we're going to go into this on a different level, on a different day. I'm not trying to put us into a different conversation right now. I'm I'm not, but it's just a matter of. So I'm walking um, what what our our old school would call Christian foundation. You're on the foundation, right? What you're calling foundation, and and that's Christian, and you're walking on New Age, right? What our what our old school would call New Age, and I don't necessarily follow that line of of path and following so i wanted to make sure that those who are christian and those who are new age realize we can still talk we can oh, yeah. still we can still learn from each other we don't necessarily have to be following the same thing because i know for me new age the term behind it and what i understand it to be at this point in time this date is not something that i will follow but it doesn't mean i can't learn because you need to understand who our brothers and sisters are and where they're walking from so that we can actually coexist because the community doesn't end at just Christian and just new age and just religious and just this. The community belongs to everyone being in there and understanding and working with our differences. And, and there's working. good and bad in everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why I, I wanted to like touch on that because I want people to understand that the barrier those those barrier lines don't necessarily have to exist i can dissolve yes because i am definitely not new age and cannot preach to new age or share to new age i know nothing about it except for what i what i know and it's not very much so therefore i do not follow or subscribe to new age i am a christian you know i what? follow christ i follow the the triune god god in god in three persons God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And that is Trinity. it. And that is it, the Holy Trinity. But moving into the different levels of consciousness, 
which is what you what you talk about and the different levels of the the um the crystalline and and that kind of healing i do not subscribe to nor do i understand it so therefore i can't say yeah that's it that's it or no no it's not it i just can only say that i don't i don't subscribe to it because i do not follow that that thinking concept doesn't make it wrong Maybe I, could, maybe I could use a par parable or something like that, uh, something that you can kind of, uh, I don't know, yes. sense of humor, but it's like taking a, a glass of water and uh, for each cube that goes in to dissolve is a matrix. Oh, okay. Okay. And for every matrix that's created from belief systems that we, from our minds, create our own mental prisons and we just let it dissolve in the water <laughs> and then there are no more layers there are no more membranes and everything right. is just like multi-dimensional because when we come into the um, center and we we become engaged and we become awakened everything is synchronistic everything is like what you would call balanced um you know and and everything comes together and imperfect timing and okay you know we don't really have to go and reach out and stress about it it just comes our way and all we have to do is let go and accept it and just and, dance with it and that's and that's where i would be learning from from you because i don't necessarily like you you're saying to let go and accept it i would have to then I would take that information and I would pray about it to understand it and, and how it correlates to what I follow and what I practice and what I walk in. Well, right? the, mechanics, the mechanics of it is, is in coming into your own alignment. Like a, you would take a car in and you would align mm -hmm. it to be properly mm -hmm. balanced. When you come into your alignment, into your center, and then everything just works synchronistically, just perfectly. And, and from there, that's where the difference is, because my alignment in my center is not my own. It's designed by Christ. So I'm in alignment with my assignment given to me by Christ, not no, by myself. Christ is not outside of you. Christ is your center within he, you. He's inside of me. Yeah. But, but I am not Christ. And okay, that's, okay. that's you get what I'm saying? Okay. So that's so this is why i'm i agree with you we need to have another one of these because i need to understand because what i'm understanding from you is is in is very informational and i'm getting it now but yes we are on like this is one of us and this is the other of us so but it doesn't mean that we can't communicate together I can still walk this way you can still walk this way you can still walk this way you can, i can still walk this way it doesn't matter but but we're still understanding one another and there's still a mutual understanding of, okay, this is, this is the path that is leading you to your, your alignment. And this is the path that is my alignment, but, but it doesn't necessarily, I'm not trying to change you. You're not trying to change me. It. And that's it. It's resonance, isn't it? Now it's resonance that, uh, that helps us guide us. Through. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And to engage uh, exactly. Uh -huh. to be attracted magnetically electromagnetics of it um and we are what we think and we create what we think yes absolutely and so yeah honestly we definitely have to have that because i don't i don't i don't necessarily believe that i am only what i think 
it's from Christ. So there's, oh. you see, yeah. Oh. You see why we have to have this conversation later because we are going to like, people's minds are going to be like, when we get together because there's so much, there's so much um, similarity and difference that they're going to be like, what? what's going on? I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. And you know what? Uh, I also want to bring in this make green go green. Is that your website? No, it's not. No, no. Okay. no. So Leave, that out. Leave that out. So, so when people, <laughs> people want to reach out to you uh, for you to help them and find out more about you, I guess they would have to go to www.leannealexis.com. Is that right? Yes. And they can also email me at info at well, they would find that on your website. That's on the website, though. Yeah. yeah. And now, so this make green, go green, uh, just remove it. Remove that. Ah, you it, never told me before to do this. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> they, like, they can, they can still reach me through yeah, that. Okay. But it will take them down a different kind of, it's more of the, it's more of if they've already started coaching with me, then they'll go to that and they'll be like, oh, there's more. That's more of the nutritions and the nutrients. Okay. So they can go there, but it's going to, they're going to be coming from the middle going, can you start me from the beginning? So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then maybe that's something you want to somehow fix with your VA. Is it a, a virtual assistant? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you're getting that off of my um, Facebook page, correct? Yeah, but so, yeah, this is something that you're going to have to, uh, no, it's a website. Yeah, that is a website, but it's only listed on Facebook. Okay, well, this is all these things you want to talk with your VA about it so they can find ways where people can't find it unless they maybe pay you something to get to the next level. To, to well, that's the, that's what I'm saying. It's it's that, that link that you have there is only on Facebook. It's nowhere else. Okay, okay. So... If they're on Facebook and finding me on Facebook, they can just message me directly anyway on Facebook. So and they don't necessarily be, need to click those. And that would be facebook.com slash M-S-L-E-E-A-N-N-A-L-E-X-I-S. And I will have all those and I will have to cross out. Let me cross it out now. <laughs> because then who knows, right? And yeah. so, um, yeah, it's been a wonderful, absolutely amazing a pleasure and experience to have you on here. Is there anything I might have missed, Leanne? No, this is fabulous. Um, I'm also on Instagram. If they want to check out Instagram, they can find me at Livin, L-I-V-I-N-I-N in wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S on the Instagram. So you just type in, go into your Instagram.com slash Livin in wellness. okay yeah maybe you can text me that on i will definitely send that to you yes (laughs) and i can add it in and sure i guess i don't know i don't want to put you in any kind of discomfort but if you ever feel like saying a prayer for us i would love to accept a prayer in we can pray right here i i would love to if you want to close out in prayer that's fine okay father god i just thank you so much for this incredible um opportunity to meet with Reverend Maria. I am so interested in our getting to know more and more about how we see the world and how we see the rest of our lives flowing. Father, I'm grateful that each person that gets to listen to this 
uh, message and see this this um, video will find new ways to come into their own, understand how the world unfolds for them, understand who they can reach out to, start to realize that they are worthy to be who they are. They can walk the path of righteousness and they can walk in strength. Father, I, I pray that your heart would be upon this ministry and that you would um, shine your light down and help each person just grow and that they would remember that their smile is powerful. Share your smile with someone. Go ahead and share your smile with someone because that's all they need sometimes is just a smile to break the, the unrest. It's in your holy, precious name of Christ, I pray. Amen. Wow. <laughs> I loved it. That is so authentic. Thank you. God is good. And this is a powerful ministry and how you're reaching people through this. <laughs> I'm speechless. Like it's incredible. And I'm so grateful that there's another way for people to reach out. It's going to take some time for it to ripple out. I don't know. Uh, I, ha I have to kind of get it on other social media platforms, but for now I'm doing it on radio. And eventually, I don't know if you have a YouTube channel or anything like that. Those are it, the social medias? Yes, I'm starting to figure out this the YouTube channel, but not yet. <laughs> All right. So thank you. And maybe next time you'll have more. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And God bless you, Leanne. Oh, thank you for inviting me. God bless you, too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.